What's going on, everybody? This is Dante again with another episode of Off the Mats Podcast. And my guest for this episode is a friend of mine. We've actually been friends via social media for quite a while. Not like not like a long while, but it's like it, it's like wow. I've I think it was like I've known you for a while, kind of on and off, like conversing. Um, yeah. Uh, and then finally, I reveal like, hey, I have other social medias. You want to be friends on there too? Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that, a few years now, right? Yeah. It, it at least hmm, what year? We're in twenty twenty. At least two, I think. Yeah. Um, like I, I think always kind of my my test is like, hey, so here's my personal Instagram and here's my BJJ Wiki Instagram and here's this Instagram. And here's all 15 of my Instagram accounts. Be friends on all of them. <laughs> and, and you have done that. So I appreciate that. Thanks. Um, but welcome. my guest, my guest today is my friend Jess. Actually, I've never said your name. You go by Jess, Jessica, Jesse. Like, what are we doing here? Um, I normally go by Jessica or Jess. Uh, a lot of people think that because of my screen name, Jessanowski, that it's Jesse, but the E actually is part of my last name. So only family calls me Jesse. I don't like Jesse very much. <laughs> and I assume, so when I, when, when I saw the name, I assumed that it was like Jess and the E, mm-hmm. e was part of that. Cause sometimes people don't know how to use the English language. So they say, Hey, <laughs> Let's spell Jess J E S S E. It was like, mm, or yeah, not. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it um, like, no, actually. So my last name is Korzanowski, which is obnoxious. Um, but my high school best friend, this was Jessanowski, was like a nickname he gave to me, and it's just stuck for a long time. So um, it's crazy. Hey. <laughs> hey, that's a, another interesting thing to point out too here as well high school because though you live further away i I, that was one of the weird things that kind of uh caught my eye is looking on your instagram i saw baltimore stuff i was like wait a minute orioles and ravens she she's not in maryland i was like hey wait where where are you from and then you said it (laughs) and then you said it was like hey holy shit my wife graduated from that school too like so Howard yeah. County, what's up? Like Howard Howard County's represented Ooh. all over. Oh, <laughs> so, so, so. yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. It's always a small world, and then people like from that area, especially because of how big it is. I mean, it's not one of those places where everybody knows everybody, like a lot of small towns would be. So it's always cool to like True. meet people from the area. Yeah, Howard County is. So it's funny because Columbia. It's almost mm-hmm. kind of like, and I only say this because I've, I've, I lived in Columbia, so I always say that Columbia is the heart of Howard County, <laughs> um, but there's so much more to Howard County, but I always say, like, look, if you're from, you know, we consider just Howard County, just that's its own thing. It's not even like, but then within, it's like, oh, you're from Ellicott City, you're from Elk Ridge, you're from mm-hmm. Glenelg, yeah. you know, it's like, nah, man, I'm from Howard County. <laughs> Like, or, you know, <laughs> um, for yeah, the most part, you know, Columbia. The people in Glenelg are a whole different ballgame, though. <laughs> That's yeah. like the country of New York County. Yeah. The, 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 them the good old boys. Um, yeah. Okay. Like, we don't, we don't, 
Mm, like I think um, see, in high I, school when we now we're. <laughs> I was gonna say now living in Georgia, I'm used to the good old boy. So that side is like kind of uh, not foreign <laughs> to me anymore. <laughs> true, true. Um, it. I remember um, in high school when we played Glenel um, senior year. I remember looking. I was like, hey, like. I don't see any black people on that team. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, are they from the same place? It didn't click in my head, you know, because I don't know stuff until years later. It's like, yeah, that's um, you know, they're they're further out, um, you know, in Howard County, they're on the edge. So, but it's always good to have that that uh Howard County connection, so people can understand. It's always nice when you could talk to somebody from where you're from. It's like, oh, you get it. You understand too. Um, mm-hmm. But um, one of the reasons I want to have you on, and you know, I've been thinking about this for a while, even before the podcast, um, you know, came about, is um, you are currently um, on a carnivore diet, and I've I've thought about it in the past myself. I've had questions. Um, you know, you know, just kind of about it all. So I wanted mm-hmm. to have you on to, you know, kind of go over your experience with it and just how it's been working for you. Because, um, you know, if, you know, anyone's, you know, seen your Instagram, you know, they see the before and after pictures and it's, you know, two different people. Um, that yeah. center. There are times where, you know, you'll post a before picture and I'm like, who is that? Like, is that her cousin? Right. <laughs> Because it's like you can see in the face, it's the same, you know, like there's, you know, a connection. It's like, okay, they're related. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it, it's, you know, Transformation Tuesday. Forget. Sorry. Let me take a look. And then I'll see the split. And it's like, okay, like, you know, good for you. To, you know, the transformation, um, you know, looks great. You know, the it, it looks like the diet is working well for you. And I'm I'm happy to um, know that. So, um, you know, one of, one of the things that I always wonder about it is, um for starters um like getting into it initially how does it like because with any diet whether it be going vegan or going carnivore or uh keto or anything there's always kind of an an initial phase like how did that um affect you like did that work early on um okay so i started keto first i tried that out uh august 28 2018 was my very first day on keto um and it really wasn't much of a transition for me i've always uh, been a meat and potatoes kind of girl my mom's from pennsylvania we just like have always been meat and potatoes kind of people so it was really um you know when i started keto i started is because like one woke up one morning trying to get dressed for work and my jeans wouldn't button like the buttons wouldn't even touch and <laughs> It was awful. So I just started, I just jumped in one day. I was following, um, this was when I was like really into the beauty world. So I was following a YouTuber, um, Robbie DeChristie, and she was on the keto diet for her, her um, PCOS. And um, okay. so I was having some issues there, and I just decided to give it a try. I figured, hey, if I can eat bacon and cheese and sour cream and all this stuff, and still be healthy, then I'm all for it. Let me try it. Um, and I think within the first two weeks, I dropped 10 pounds. 
Um, and I had energy just like off the rip, like within a couple of days, I was getting up at like five o'clock in the morning every day. Um, sleep was phenomenal. It was insane. Um, so a lot of people have like a, they call it like a, an adaptation period, a transition period. A lot of people get what they call the keto flu. Um, I never really had that. Um, I think a lot of that is um, people don't balance their electrolytes, which is a huge, huge deal in this way of life anyway. Um, and so I was just, I was constantly like doing the, the salt in my water and magnesium powder and stuff like that. And yeah, I never really had um, any keto flu, anything like that. And I think a lot of that was because I was so sick before I switched. Um, carbs really, I've realized do a lot to my, to my system. And so I kind of came out of the fog a little bit, if, if you will. Okay. Um, so it wasn't really much of a transition for me. I think the hardest part in, uh, in my experience has been, um, my sugar addiction really. And I had a really hard time with that. So, and even still, I still struggle with that. So, um, but yeah, I started keto and then six months later, I realized that I could do carnivore and still eat cheese. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, let me cut out the vegetables. Let me just see what, I, what happens. And, um, I did. And my body started changing actually. Um, I've always been kind of on the curvier side and I started to get really lean when I switched to carnivore. Like my, I actually started seeing a little bit of, um, ab definition, which I never, ever, ever, ever thought I would see on myself. Um, and so, yeah, it was just kind of, I hit the ground running kind of thing. I'm not really one to like dilly dally around. If I want to try something, I'm just going to do it. So yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, as far as sugar addiction goes, you and I, we park our cars in the same, same garage there. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't, it's sugar is, well, I mean, and we know sugar is a drug. I mean, well, like, cause when people think about drugs, they think like, Oh, drugs, weed, cocaine. And I was like, no, I mean, there are a lot of other drugs, like besides the illegal yeah. drugs, like sugar is yeah. probably one of the worst. Um, just cause it seems That's so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny cause I just, I drink coffee, but. I, I wasn't a coffee drinker growing up. I started drinking coffee uh, maybe 2014, like seriously drinking coffee. And now it's almost a thing where I don't, you know, it's like I drink it out of habit. I don't drink it because mm -hmm. I need it. I don't drink it because it does anything for me. I drink it out of, out of habit, but also I have a slow like release time on like the effects of coffee. Like I'll drink a coffee at 10 yeah. o'clock in the morning and that shit doesn't work for me until about one maybe three even so if i drink it like if i have coffee at five o'clock uh i'm up for tonight I, it, it's a wrap yeah. it's i may as well find some hobbies that i've been wanting to get to work on and <laughs> start working on that silent night um That's so funny. yeah sugar is definitely um uh, a crippler for myself so but i mean mm -hmm. you know good for you with you know having a discipline to you know kind of you know really <laughs> she's shaking her head like mm -mm. <laughs> discipline uh 
See, that's, that's the hard part is the discipline. I mean, I can motivate it all day long. It's just uh, when I see, like, a Coke in the fridge or something that I bought, you know, three days ago when I had a crave and I remember, no, I don't need this. And then three days later, something happens and I'm like, oh, I want it so bad. It's awful. Um, and really, it is Coca-Cola for me. That's the that's the kicker. Like, that just the red label on the bottle is enough to make me <laughs> want to do the whole fucking thing. It's awful. There's uh, this little corner store that I go to. Um, you know, and I know number one, I shouldn't go in there anyway because there's nothing in there that's any good for me. But I go in there oh. just, again. <laughs> there habit. I'm a creature of habit so i go in there and i'll always grab you know maybe so i've been looking for sodas that don't have a like two for whatever because anytime i buy a coke they're like well it's you know if you buy two it's three dollars so then yeah. i'm like okay you, you know what i'll buy two i'll drink this one today and then the other one's sitting in the fridge at work and like an asshole i'm like oh man i have to drink mm-hmm. it now because it's here mm-hmm. but i've been i've been buying like the um you know, orange fancy because it's a dollar twenty five. So I was like, they're not going to mess with me because I'm a sucker. If they say two for anything, I'm like, I'm in. I'm always there for a sale. So yeah, the problem with that is like, I bought an orange soda the other day. Just you know, I saw the damn cooler and I was like, ooh, I do, I do. Um, <laughs> they had seventy two grams of sugar in one bottle, and yeah. if you think about yeah. it, like. Serving size for Coca Cola here is like what twenty ounces. It's only supposed to be eight. <laughs> like, so, and we're drinking the entire bottle at once. Let's be real here. So it's always crazy when I look back on being a kid and seeing mm-hmm. how the serving sizes for things have like just gotten. When I I went to um Wendy's uh, months yeah. ago and. You know, they're like, they don't even offer a small drink anymore. <laughs> they're like, do you want a medium? I was like, all right, let me, I was like, let me get the medium. So they hand me the medium and the medium is what a large would have been, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah. And, and you know, if you get large, it's an extra large, if not larger. So it's like, dude, mm-hmm. wait, what are we doing here? Like, let's, let's yeah. bring this down a notch. Right, and then you can just go over to the corner store. What y'all have Royal Farms up there, all that. Like we have <laughs> QT Raceway or whatever. You can go to the, get a fountain drink, which is like an extra large for like eighty cents. It's like, yeah, oh yeah. Well, no wonder, no wonder we're all fat right now. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Exactly. But I actually um, that reminds me. I got into not really an argument, but this comes up a lot. There's a meme that floats around, and it's like a picture of a large fry for like a dollar fifty and a picture of a fruit salad for like five dollars or something. It's like it's yeah. not all fat. And I I had said something about, you know, well, you could just go to the store and buy a damn watermelon for like three dollars. And the guy's response to it was, Well, I don't have time to cut up a whole watermelon. <laughs> I was like, Oh, but you have time to wait in the drive thru for your fries? Like, what the fuck? It's the same thing. <laughs> but it's just a lot of it is all about like, convenience and people don't want to do the work to get the reward. Like, a lot of people, our generation has just completely chained around where we want reward before we do the work. And that's just not how life is, yeah. it's not how survival works at all. So I think that's, you know, I, I think that's kind of been a, a trend growing, though, even with my generation, um, you know, because like the whole um, generational thing is always an interesting argument and discussion that 
that I hear a lot because people say, you know, millennials and Gen Z and, you know, do this and do that. And it's like, look, man, I know people that fall into the millennial category and they work just as hard, if not harder than, you know, Gen Xers. So it, it, it does get kind of squirrely there. But um, even in our generation uh, prior, you know, you, you had some of that where people were kind of looking more for the convenience and less of the work. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like, hey, um, you know, for instance, again, buying a watermelon, you know, I, I went recently um, to Safeway and they had a, a, a big bowl. It was a huge bowl of watermelon. I think it was five bucks. Yeah, and I was like, okay, it's already cut up and everything. You know, I'll scoop this. Um, now, contrastly, they had – it was a smaller watermelon. Um, you know, I wouldn't have gotten as much out of it as I got out of that bowl. But it was three bucks, you know, but you got to put right. in the work to cut it up. But, you know, so my argument there is like, well, I got a little bit more here than I did there. But still, that that is a, a, a glaring issue with a lot of stuff where it's like, okay, well, you can buy this for this much and people are going to pay for the convenience Mm -hmm. even in in my field of work we charge more for convenience um in in terms of where a location is for something it's like well since you're on the ground floor or we're going to charge you fifty dollars more versus um you know if you got to use an elevator Mm -hmm. then you know we're going to cut it down And, and you'd be surprised how many people want to pay the extra money to you know stay on the ground floor or be able to, you know, pull right up. And, you know, to some argument, I, I, I get some argument because there's a little bit more into that, you know, in, in my, in my field of work, but that's not always the case. It's just people again, you know, being lazy. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit I'm super lazy. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm lazy. Like I only wanted to have a kid because I didn't want to go get stuff. And now that she's old enough to go get stuff, it's like, Oh yes. Like, Hey kid, oh go, go get this for me. Um, oh, you're talking to the wrong person about that um, one. <laughs> no, I, I mean it's true though, and I I, I, I know your stance. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, uh, I was just gonna say too, uh, for my side, I just would skip the watermelon completely and buy a damn pack of bacon. But that's just me. Um. <laughs> um mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, yeah, I find that not only the laziness, but there's just a lot of, I don't know what the word should be. I, I, it's just, I'm seeing so much of people who don't want to rely on themselves uh, to thrive. I feel like, uh, you know, our, our healthcare system is the way it is and our government is the way it is. And I feel like a lot of people truly rely on the mainstream information that's given to us instead of really researching for yourself. And I know there's something to be said for science and trust all this and that and the other. And I do, but there's something to be said. I mean, humans are naturally curious and why are we not questioning these things more? Um, And that's really where, you know, the keto and carnivore things got serious for me is that I started to realize how backwards our guidelines are and how crazy, I mean, with, you know, in respect to like the sugar addiction, I mean, how many times have you seen it on a forum where people are like, just eat the damn donut or just drink the soda. And it's like, if 
you were speaking to someone who had a cocaine addiction, would you tell them moderation is okay? No, you wouldn't. You know, I mean, how many babies are born day addicted to sugar? If you look at baby formula, the number one ingredient on most of them is corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup. Kids are already addicted, like they're coming out of the damn womb addicted to sugar. And then we're wondering when they get older, why everybody's so fat and why everybody has, you know, fatty liver disease and all this other stuff. And that's really where it, it turned for me because it became so much more than just a way of eating. My whole body changed. My whole life changed. Like my plantar fasciitis one day, my back pain went away. I sprained my back like four years ago and the pain never went away until I switched to carnivore. My acne is like, not right now, but my acne went away. Like I was able to cut my anxiety medication in half, like so much change. And it's like almost a religion. It's like, you want to shout it from the freaking mountaintops. Like I'm healthy and I want everybody else to be healthy. You know, um, my stepdad was 41 when he died from a heart attack and seeing how that affects people, seeing how the way you eat can affect things is just um it's eye-opening and i feel i wish more people would just be open to it and so many people are so carb addicted and it's normal in our society to be carb addicted that nobody wants to even think about it or look at it and think maybe this isn't the way i don't know no i agree i agree completely um there was actually a a show on amazon um i can't remember what oh hunters hunters um Mm -hmm. and it it's funny because you know you go through this whole plot through this this show um and spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched it because hey i'm all (laughs) about the journey not the destination so you're about to get the spoiler and love it but um you know you know they're hunting nazis and you know they're about to release the secret formula and everybody thinks this is you know this this thing that's going to kill people instantly and no it was corn syrup they're releasing corn syrup that that was the secret formula mm. and wow. a lot of people didn't like that but i thought it was fucking brilliant i thought it was hilarious and it is it's relatable because the show is supposed True. to be based um um on on you know true events to some degree you know loosely mm-hmm. um you know when they when they drop the bombshell that hey it's corn syrup uh, corn syrup that they're they're um you know releasing it was kind of like oh okay and it's almost kind of like the show kind of died from there it's like oh okay really that's all just corn syrup mm-hmm. fuck it i thought you were like about to like drop arsenic in, in the food like oh corn syrup oh okay and then you know they show kind of um you know how the effect because it did go through it did go through because they showed the effect because you know there are commercials on the TV and, you know, they show a black household and the kids, you know, the commercials are all like cartoony and the kids want it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it carried on from there. But um, that's one of the things when, you know, we had our daughter, um, we use formula, we formula fed and my wife was very good about, you know, checking those ingredients um, and mm-hmm. making sure to get something that wasn't going to have, you know, ingredient number one, sugar or any sugar at all for right. that matter. Um, you know, and I think that's something that, you know, is important to do for people like you're saying, you know, we've gotten to this point, these generations uh, past and, you know, present and moving forward where people don't want to rely on their own um, abilities, you know, and even just um, doing the research yourself, meaning like doing the footwork, you know, it's like, um, you know, it's easy to, 
jump online and um, oh, excuse me, jump online and find info. The problem that I always have with finding info online is there's so much. There's so much you don't yeah. know what's what because there's a lot of stuff that contradicts. So then it gets to a right. point where now you have to physically go out and do the work yourself, which a lot of us don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, wow. and and that was kind of my whole thing with the carnivore diet where, you know, I've listened to podcasts where they've, you know, they've promoted and talked about the great benefits of it. And then knowing you and, and being on it and it was like, OK, well, let me hear you know, you know, how it's working for you. And I've, you know, heard mm-hmm. of it helping with um, back pains, um, acne, auto autoimmune, um, you know, issues, oh. um, anxiety, which is a big one for me. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think those are all great benefits. I think um, also even in that, though, too, the big thing is taking away you know, carbs, taking away junk food, taking away that sugar, because, and again, I will admit it. I am, I'm a fiend. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's even a shock that I'm drinking water right now and and not a Gatorade. (laughs) Um, I I think like I I came into this podcast with a stomach ache. So I was like, you know what, maybe I should drink some water. Like, let, let me go ahead and uh, knock this water back. And then also the last few episodes, I've been really like clearing my throat into the microphone. So I'm like, you know what I should do? Get a water. Also, I realize I have a mute button here so I can mute myself as I cough, um, and, and, you know, start clearing my throat. I, I'm still new to this thing. So like, you know, we're only a few episodes in, so I'm still trying to figure out like, oh, I can mute in the middle of the broadcast. Like I, I'm just hmm, learning things, but, um, but that's like you said, those, those points are important to know and understand. Um, so like for how you eat and like, just Mm -hmm. kind of a typical day, like, do you incorporate, um, intermittent fasting with it or like, how do you, what's like a, a typical day for eating for you? So that all depends. I have um, been more strict about intermittent fasting in the past. When I was doing keto, I was much more into the intermittent fasting just because um, I was working at when I first started, and right now I'm not. So I have more time to play around with. But um, I do usually get up in the morning. Um, currently, right now I haven't been able to work out because I injured my foot. So we're just going to talk about what I would normally do if I was not injured. Um, <laughs> I would, I typically get up around eight to nine and then I'll have my coffee or I'll make my coffee and my pre-workout at the same time. Um, the coffee I do, I always drink decaf. I cut caffeine out a few months ago. Um, and I actually put a little protein in my coffee. Um, and then I also have my pre-workout and then I will do my, I'll drink my pre-workout while my coffee is kind of cooling down and then I'll work out while I'm getting coffee, which probably isn't the best, but it works for me. <laughs> it works for me. I don't like drink it. I don't chug my coffee. Like I'll just sip on it as I'm working out after I try my pre-workout. Um, but I just, I generally like to work out. Um, I used to like to work out fasted because I was trying to lean out, but right now, I'm trying to kind of build muscles. I'm not as stressed about fasting, if that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because I feel like, you know, eat to grow, so I need to eat more. So fasting is actually going to counteract what I'm trying to do. 
Um, so then I will work out and then I try to eat after that. Usually I'm eating ground beef or, um, uh, I don't know, I'll make a chuck roast. I take chuck roast and cut them into steaks. I do that a lot. Eggs and bacon. Eggs are a really good um, fast breaker, actually. Um, there's a, a guy on YouTube called, uh, his name is Thomas DeLauer, and he talks a lot about intermittent fasting and stuff like that. And, that's one thing that I've learned. Eggs are really, really good for being a fast. Um, so I do that sometimes, but really it's just meat, eggs, and dairy. So I drink raw goat milk in my coffee sometimes. Um, but yeah, meat, I mean, I, we, we, we cook on the kudu most nights if I'm not on the cast iron. And um, yeah, I don't really fast like I used to, like I said, because I'm trying to grow muscle. But when I did fast, it would be like I would get up and I wouldn't eat or drink anything until like one in the afternoon. Um, okay. I would just have water. I wouldn't do like, I don't do coffee at all unless it's like got creamer and all that in there. I can't, I don't know how people drink black coffee. That's gross. But <laughs> easy. I just take a cup and just knock it back. <laughs> Oh, God, I can't. See, my mom drinks it like that, too. And uh, no, no, thank you. Um, and that's another thing, too, that I struggle with because um, coffee, protein I use has sucralose in it. So that's a, that's a whole different ballgame when it comes to, like, uh, sugar-free sweeteners and all that. Great if you're, like, trying to maintain um, and be keto and just be healthier. Like, they work, but... Um, any kind of sweetener, even if it doesn't have sugar in it, anything that tastes sweet is going to spike your insulin and it, yeah. you know, it makes you crave sugar. So technically I really need to stop drinking the coffee just because of that, but it's just like, like one sweet thing that I do have um, that I just like am holding on to for dear life. So, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I do. No. Well, and like I said, I cut caffeine out because uh, there's a lot of bad stuff about caffeine, too. That's, like I said, another addiction that people are very defensive about. Um, but there's a book called Caffeine Blues, and it talks all about that stuff and why caffeine really is so bad for us. And um, so I cut that out as well. And I've actually had an easier time cutting caffeine than I would ever have cutting sugar out. Um but, yeah, uh, when I was doing keto, though, so keto is, um, like, high-fat, high-protein, low-carb. So you do still have some carbs with your vegetables that you're eating. Um, but some people count net carbs and some count regular carbs, like all carbs. Um, net carbs, you just take the fiber out. Um, I counted fiber because it's not um, – it's a carb. <laughs> I mean, it's so carb. You don't need to count it. Um, but I, like, I'm not a big fan of, like, avocados. Like, a lot of people are obsessed with avocado, and they eat that a lot. I'm not a fan, even though it is really a superfood. It is really, really, really healthy. Um, and a lot of carnivore people still will indulge in an avocado. Um, they'll still have, you know, sweet potatoes every once in a while. I follow... There's one woman who I actually, like, get a lot of information from who I trust, um, Nutrition with Judy, and she actually, this is something I want to do, I'll still rice every once in a while. 
Um, and she soaks it for like 24 hours in um, water and apple cider vinegar. So it's kind of like pre-digested already. And then that way, when you eat it, it's not, you're not having, your body's not having to digest it and have more issues because you know, our stomachs take a, uh, and a little bit of time dealing with carbs. And that's what fiber is good for. When you are eating a lot of carbs, it helps push the carbs through. Um, so when you're on a carnivore diet, you don't need fiber <laughs> because your body really is using all of the meat that you're eating. And that's why, I mean, a lot of people notice like very, uh, a huge decrease in bowel movements when they do carnivore. Uh, not at first, usually they have a hard time for a few months. Um, a lot of people have some, uh, messed up, but I will tell you that, um, <laughs> Because carbs is like a healing diet. So a lot of people will say, like, the sicker you are, the longer it takes for you to transition. It's, um, you know, some people talk about elimination diet. It's pretty much the ultimate elimination diet. And, um, yeah, your body kind of just, there's a thing called oxalate dumping, which you eat a lot of oxalates and a lot of vegetables have it. Um, and, yeah. There's a, there's a transition period for some people. I was lucky and didn't have that much of an issue, but I was keto for a little while too, so that helped. Well, that's, that's good. It sounds like, um, yeah, the transition from keto straight into carnivore definitely helped out a lot. So there's, there's that positive there. I think, you know, even a point that you're making earlier, um, you know, with the sugar, like being able to, you know, kick caffeine, you know, easier than sugar. I mean, I think just the, the big thing, sugar is in everything. You know, yes, it it's is just everything. there's hardly hardly anything you can really find without sugar. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's a dirty trick. Um, yeah, it I, is. like it, even if you look at maltose, dextrose, like. You can buy like the summer sausages, like the um, beef sausages and stuff, and they say like, I mean, they use sugar to cure them. So even those, a lot of times people will get those sausages and think that they're healthy, but they're really full of sugar, and that's the bad part. Beef jerky yeah. too, that's a big culprit. <laughs> um, a few years ago, um, I, you know, was on an old classmate of mine. Um, I was on a kind of a meal uh, planner meal setup that she put me on, which, you know, I, I lost a lot of weight and I actually felt really good. Um, you know, it was phenomenal. And this is when I was, uh, you know, just getting, I was about a year into jujitsu as well. So it mm-hmm. all came together perfectly. Um, the issue I ran into, and it wasn't because of, you know, anything that went wrong with the diet. Um, I eaten the mango that wasn't quite, um, ready to be eaten, and it caused a blockage in my intestines, which was I thought I thought I was done. I remember I went to the ER. I like I went in the day before. Well, I went in one day. It was a Tuesday, and it was you know it was bad. They, you know, did the CT scan. They were just like, all right, you be all right, get out. So I get out. I come back the next day, and it's like everyone in the world got sick on Wednesday. Because mm-hmm. I, they were like, "Yeah, we're not going to be able to see you for a while." The 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 emergency room was full. I was I was turning gray. I was clammy. I was in so much pain. My wife, who's at this point about to have a baby, she's like a oh, thousand God. months pregnant. 
and you know <laughs> I, I'm I'm on my deathbed. Um, and and only thing that I was really thinking is I don't I, I don't have a fear of death. Um, that, that's that's mm-hmm. not an issue. I have a fear okay. of how I die. Um, right. <laughs> and okay. I didn't want I didn't want to be taken out by a mango because that's yeah, not a heroic heroic story for my daughter to be born into the world with. So, you know, what happened to the father? Oh, he died, you know, before I was born. How did he die? Well, he ate a mango. His bitch ass intestines couldn't handle it. So (laughs) here we are. This is what I'm in therapy. Um, So, but I I think um, even during that time, though, um, eating on that diet, um, there was still a lot of stuff, you know, as I'm going through, it's like, okay, let's find, you know, some healthier choices and those healthier choices still contain sugar. And mm-hmm. it's just like, as you go down this path, as you go along the line, you just run more and more into sugar, sugar, this, sugar, that. And yeah. it's, it's not a good, it's not a good way to go through life. It's not a good way to carry on. I mean, honestly, and I always think this just, you know, in the back of my head, it's like, wouldn't it be, you know, it, like, why can't, well, I know why we can't, but it's like, you know, what happens if we have to start fending for ourselves again? What, what, what happens if we have to start hunting? You know, what happens if we, you know, have to start growing our, you know, vegetables in our backyards again? You know, how does that change? You know, and it honestly, it might change things for the better for the most part, because again, you're taking out, you know, your sugar, you know, your artificial sugars, yeah. you know, the, the high fructose corn syrup, um, you know, you're taking mm-hmm. away all of the issues, you know, that are going to cause you problems down the line, because like you said, a lot of formulas have, um, sugar in it. So babies mm-hmm. like right out the gate are getting hooked on something. And, you know, I'll admit here in our home, you know, we're sugar eaters, you know, um, we, we eat a lot of junk food. I don't want to say a lot of junk food, but enough mm-hmm. junk food where, you know, if I started to slowly, you know, weed it away, it's not a problem. But if, you know, I just dropped a cold turkey, like, all right, no sugar today. I'll probably crash yeah. and like, you know, die. Right. You would crash. You wouldn't die. You would probably crash. I mean, that's why a lot of people who do eat carbs have a hard time fasting um, because they hit that wall where they start getting nauseous and like really like feeling weird when they're not like maintaining. And that's why, you know, vegans have to eat like 20 meals a day because their body is processing those carbs so fast that they just are constantly needing energy all the time. And that's why a lot of people do like six, 10 meals a day type thing. Whereas, you know, a lot of carnivores, we can eat one meal and go a couple days really, if you wanted to. Um, I mean, you just don't get as much of the sugar. It's just, it's such a bad, um, it's such a bad issue. And then you see like, I feel time because I follow like the sugar free life hashtag or whatever. And people will say that they live a sugar free life, but every picture is full of different kinds of fruits and stuff. And I'm like, that's so sugar. What are you talking about? Like, I get that we've been kind of ingrained to believe that fruits and vegetables are great for us. Really, they're not at all. Um, and the vegetables that we're eating right now didn't exist 100 years ago. Corn literally a blade of grass like three inches yeah. long and now it's like a huge stock that we're eating and look what happens when you eat corn you see it all in the toilet the next day like you're not using that why are you eating it <laughs> so, so it's just yeah it's crazy i think i think you know but that goes though with moderation um because i mean 
discounting corn, but like fruits and vegetables, you know, if you're doing it, you know, not in a gluttonous way, you know, you can be fine. Um, I think, you know, when you get to these points of people, like all they eat is, you know, bags of grapes all day. It's yeah. like, well, those are just little yeah. sugar bombs, you know, that mm-hmm. that's all you're eating. You know, you're still just taking nothing but sugar. Um, and I think the human body is, you know, and again, y'all listening to this, I'm not a scientist. I don't know shit. I'm just saying <laughs> what I think and how, how my body works. Right. So like, and my body is, is, um, you know, as anyone who's probably heard, you know, the last couple episodes, um, in there, my body is, you know, a lot different, you know, having a stoma wearing a colostomy bag. So my, um, digestive tract is a little different than most, but, um, you know, still at the end of the day, um, for me, and I, I think for most people, it's a matter of, you know, we weren't made to, you know, take in, you know, the, you know, the processed carbs that we take in, um, yeah. we, we weren't made to take in the, the sugars that we take in. Um, we just kind of, mm-hmm. our body's conditioned to it. Um, one of the things that we talk about here in my home is, um, like when I was growing up, we didn't really have a lot of food to eat. We, you know, just, just my upbringing was not, you know, typical. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, like I, I joke about, it, I say I was a scavenger. I eat what I could. Um, but yeah. being, being that way though, I, I was conditioned to, you know, not, you know, to go for days without food. So there'll be days my wife has to remind me like, Hey, did you eat today? I'm like, Oh shit. Did I <laughs> like, like, I, yeah. you know, she's like, well, how do you not eat for the day? Is like, like, don't you get nauseous? Don't you get headaches? Don't you feel bad? It's like, well, no, I just, you know, I, you know, my body's built for the, you know, that, that, you know, those tough times when, when COVID hit and everybody's freaking out about like toilet paper and, you know, all types of wacky foods. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, oh, my body's been prepared for this. Like, I'm ready. I don't need none of your toilet paper. I don't need <laughs> none of your other other junk. It's like, I'm good. Just give me some bottles of water and right. let's like, let's go hunt a deer. Right. And well, and that's what I was going to say. If you think about it from like, a, um, I don't know if it's an evolutionary standpoint, ancestral standpoint, we were hunters. We mm-hmm. hunt. We would expend a shit ton of energy to do a hunt. We'd eat all that meat and then we wouldn't eat again. And so we hunted again. So technically that's what our bodies are for. Like that's why, that's why we can fast and be okay. And, um, you know, back then though, we weren't eating all those processed food and all that we were eating. If they were eating fruits, it was wild berries and that's about it. Um, there just wasn't all of that going on. And so that's, you know, I kind of look at it from that standpoint too. Like our ancestors were not eating mac and cheese, Velveeta's and all this other stuff on Thanksgiving. <laughs> they were hunting. And then, you know, in the wintertime, like in the fall, this is when like if you um, were to go and buy like a half cow or a cow from a farm, ten, they tend to harvest in the fall. Um, and if you think about it, we would probably do a lot of our harvesting in the fall and eat a shit ton because then in the winter, we wouldn't eat as much. So, um, it kind of goes back to that. Like fasting is kind of like a, um, 
it's a boost for our metabolism. One, a lot of people have a hard time with losing weight if they fast a lot because it kind of puts your body into hibernation mode in a way, if you think about it. Um, because, you know, our ancestors, when they were fasting, it's because they didn't have a hunt. And so their body was holding on to all of those resources until and slowly burning them instead of using it all at once. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it is a survival coping mechanism, I guess, but I think all of our bodies can do that if we so choose to. We just don't because we don't have to. No. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, well, I mean, again, we're in the age of convenience, you know, so mm -hmm. I mean, we've been in the age of convenience for a very, very long time. And I think what goes with that is just again, hey, here's this food, you know, it's it's a lot easier just to go buy a pack of processed ham or bologna or hot dogs because it's already, right. you know, processed this way for you. And it's made it so easy to eat and mm -hmm. blah, 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 um, versus, you know, you go out and hunt. And then, you know, yeah. you, uh, you know, um, plant, you know, your own foods in the backyard, you know, things like that. So that way, you know, there's a process to it and you know what you're eating versus, again, if I go yeah. out and buy a pack of Oscar Myers, I don't know what the fuck's in there. They can tell me anything, it, you know, in the ham, even, you know, we get ham that's bleached down and, you know, it's it's a different color mm -hmm. than if you hunt a boar and, yeah. you know. Definitely. cut it open and do your thing and and just again with even that um off of all of that you have the whole factory farming thing and just there's a lot of grossness to all of it in yeah. general the way that it's done now versus if you just you know hey if we're hunting and doing our own thing you you know you're doing it in an ethical way you know that it's you know it's this versus hey so what are all these steroids in my food <laughs> you know you know why why are all the you know the kids so much taller now um so actually like the whole hormones in food thing there's actually more hormone more estrogen in a birth control pill than there is in any food that really you're eating um but a lot of a lot of our issues, like environmental issues coming from the factory farm is disgusting. And that's why it's always better to buy from the farmers. Um, and that's why it's the way it should be. Regenerative agriculture is definitely a thing and people need to be uh, more, more um, open-minded in that. And they need to learn a lot more about that because a lot of people, I mean, that's why a lot of people go vegan. It's because they don't like factory farm, which is great. And I'm 100% understandable, but what people are thinking about is how many honeybees are being killed every year to farm all the fruits and vegetables, and how many flights are being taken from all these third world countries that we're getting all these fruits and vegetables from. Um, you know, there's a lot of harm being done by big farming, not just meat farming, but fruits and vegetables. I mean, a lot of child labor goes into farming fruits and vegetables um and it's it's pretty horrible actually and i feel like it's kind of crazy that we care more about not that we care more about the ethics of the animals being treated but we care more about that than the ethics of the humans that are you know farming all these fruits and vegetables there's just it's so much back and forth um and it's tough to navigate because like you said before 
there's so much research online that supports whatever you want. So you can go yeah. and find a study that says veganism is the best thing in the world. And you can go online and say, find one that says that veganism is, is the worst thing. So it's really, um, it's really tough to navigate all of it. And it's really hard to figure out what, um, what's right and what's wrong. Um, I, I do, I agree with you there. And I think personally, just when it comes to any of that, that's where, you know, doing your own, you know, footwork on it as well. Um, mm-hmm. And just Definitely. understanding, you know, what you're getting into, because like you say, you can find books out there, articles out there that says veganism is the best thing in the world. And you can find the complete opposite. And, and same thing for mm-hmm. carnivore. You can find it where this is the yeah. best thing in the world and this is the worst thing in the world. I think also with so many different people, though, I think bodies are, you know, respond differently to some things because there have been people who've done carnivore where it didn't work well for them. And there are people that it works wonders for them. Um, and, and the same thing with, you know, being a vegan, you know, on both sides mm-hmm. that way, too, where it's worked great for some and it's worked terrible for some. Um, you know, it's all about understanding your body and, and also, again, understanding your research, because, you know, I could jump in and say, OK, you know, here I am. I'm about, I'm about to become a vegan. And then as you know, I'm going through here, you end up taking in more stuff that's, you know, you're taking stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, could potentially be more harmful for you. Um, you know, based on what the ingredients are, because you're not really paying attention, or if you are paying right. attention, you don't know what you're paying attention to. You're just looking at things, and you're like, "Well, it doesn't say, you know, this, so we're good." But it says three other things that aren't great for you. Um, so you know, th- there is a lot to be said about just understanding, you know, what you're getting into, and you know, doing your mm-hmm. homework. Because if you don't, you just or you could just, you know, be that individual that says, screw it all. Just give me a honey bun, yeah. which I love honey buns, but yeah, <laughs> you know, you can't live off of honey buns. Yeah. Like, um, no. it, it, it's um, just I think, bad. I think the big problem, especially like with the carnivore movement, the way it is right now is that there's not a lot of research that's backs it. A lot of, you know, a lot of the research, quote unquote, that's, going on right now is all anecdotal and so many people refute anecdotal evidence as real um, and people won't accept that as um, actual evidence which is fine I guess for some people but anecdotal evidence for me is probably everything and um, well, yeah. I mean right, right now they're actually uh, his name is Sean Baker he's been on the Joe Rogan podcast before um, and he is a huge, uh, he's a surgeon, but he's a huge proponent of the carnivore diet. And he's actually getting ready to do a study. He's funding it right now um, on the carnivore diet. So if stuff is in the works, it's just been so long. And so, I mean, it's just been needed for a long time. And a lot of the studies that were done, you know, in the 70s showing, you know, fat cause cardiovascular disease and all that. And then they, they told everybody start eating low fat and then look, the numbers of cardiovascular disease have like increased exponentially. And it's, you know, we're starting to real think maybe they were wrong. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they were wrong though. <laughs> well, I think but, also with, um, 
you know, some of the things too, you know, like you said, you know, you get information from, you know, back in the day where it says, you know, like the food pyramid, you know, mm-hmm. you know, tell you eat these things. And it's like, now when you look at it, it's like, no, those are like, wait a minute, there's only like a little spot yeah. for this, you know, but look at the, mm-hmm. the grains, it wants you to eat all the grains and it's, it's turning out that, Hey, wait a minute, that's probably not your, your best bet at all. Um, I, I do also think with people just, you know, like you said, with the research, you know, there's so, so much that goes into, you know, trying to refute anecdotal evidence mm-hmm. and it's like, well, look, why can't, and I, I guess this is where it gets tricky with, with, you know, telling people to do their homework because like we were saying, you know, before, especially when you go online, there's yeah. so much out there and you don't know what's what. And not only that, you get so much contradicting information. You get so much information that confirmation bias is a, is a real thing. You know, when people say, Hey, you know, this works for me. I like it. So I'm only going to look at stuff that goes with what I like versus, you know, that's the majority of people, myself included, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, but also when you have a a thirst, thirst for knowledge, when you want to know just what's, right what's wrong in the ins and outs you're going to look at the opposite side just to make sure that you know like when i when i do jujitsu i like to learn i may not use a move but i like to learn it because i want to understand you know the ins and outs of it i want to understand how to defend it too um because you can't appreciate something if you don't you know know all of you know what's there so if you're to say hey well i don't trust this carnivore diet i'm going to you know trust just being a vegan and i'm going to go ahead and run down this rabbit hole of veganism and then just ignore everything else on the opposite side then you're not you're doing yourself a disservice because you're not giving yourself you know enough opportunity to understand and maybe maybe veganism is the thing for you maybe that that's fine maybe that works for you but the thing is you know on the other end of it is understanding why it works for you and, and you know, why the other, right. other side doesn't because, um, you know, I, I've seen, you know, I know, you know, if vegans that, you know, they're very, you know, look good, they're healthy, you know, they compete and they're doing great on the mats and stuff. Um, and at the same time though, I, I've seen some that, you know, it's not working for them and they're like, I don't understand why it's not working for me. You know, I, I give up. I'm going to just go back to eating sugars and junk food. And it's like, well, you know, there's more to it than just that. You got to, you got to yeah. look at all the spectrums. Right. And a lot of people, um, a lot of these have to supplement a lot of stuff too. So there's that a lot of times where people will switch to veganism and don't, aren't paying attention to the vitamins and minerals that they still need in their body. Um, mm-hmm. And then they end up like having a deficiency because the vitamins and all that from plants are not bioavailable bio to us. And that's why we end up having to eat a shit ton more to get what we need. Um, but, Definitely. you know, I mean, obviously, obviously I'm going to say that because I'm very much like, you know, carnivore is what works. For me, but and it still makes I've sense, seen, though. Yeah, I mean, I've not ever seen someone who is a uh, who thrives on a vegetarian or vegan diet who is not supplementing something. Uh, and, and that's so the thing. Long. It's that's the thing um, that I think about too. Because yeah, you, there's certain uh, vitamins that you're just not getting if you're 
if you're not eating meats. Um, so yeah, but, but I also think too, it's like, you know, for the few that I do know, um, that are vegans that are supplemented, at least they understand like, okay, I'm going to have to take some additional vitamins, um, you know, versus, you know, again, the ones that aren't really, you know, sure what they're doing. They're like, Oh, wait a minute, this isn't going so well. Um, I, I think. At the end of the day, the the big important thing is knowing your body and understanding your body. Yeah. Um. I, I know even myself right now, you know, I'm dealing with some health issues. Um. Which is lacking mm-hmm. certain minerals in my own body. Um. And you know, trying to get back to base, but yeah. knowing these things and understanding these things is what makes everything work for you. Um. And like I said, I've even you know been looking into. Uh, the carnivore diet because I am curious about it. Um, and yeah. it, it's funny because there's, there's some days where I'm like, it, it, you know, there's a, a old Facebook post that came up. My friend and I, uh, my friend winter, you know, we are grilling and you see the picture and it's nothing but me <laughs> and her, mm-hmm. her uh, fiance at the time was like, Hey, so, you know, did you guys, you guys look at any vegetables like eh. <laughs> like, yeah like i guess yeah. like like we looked at them but we didn't we, we didn't right. grill them um but um it, it's like you know just there's some times where it's like i'll eat nothing but meat but then there are there are some weeks where i realize i eat very little meat and it's not yeah. by you know design it's just that's just how my my week broke down because more often than not, I'm not really paying a lot of attention to what I'm eating or what I'm not eating outside of junk food. You know, like I'm aware of, you know, when I have too much, you know, soda or too much, um, you know, too many honey buns or something, I'm aware. It's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Or, and the thing is, I love honey buns, but it's not honey buns. I love sugar. Um, so I, I do have to like, cut myself off especially dude, around payday yeah. i i try to keep a a, a ticker uh, you know in my mind where mm-hmm. it's like hey i just went up to the corner store four times this week there's only been five days in the work week and i went up there four times like what the fuck and you know you know and, and that that all plays like even in the bigger picture of like you know just eating trash food that also affects your pockets because <laughs> again you go yeah, to the store yeah. you can you can buy yourself something super you know, super quick, super easy, but it's more expensive because it's super convenient to get to it. And like I was saying with the store, like, hey, you know, it's two for three. So that means, you know, you'll have, you know, it, it might be 160 for one and it's mm-hmm. two for three. That way you have a, you know, you, you know, you're just going to come back later and buy one. My argument, whenever they say it's two for three, it's like, well, I only have a dollar sixty, So <laughs> that's why I'm buying the one. <laughs> Like I'm poor. Right. Get out of my face. Quit rubbing it in. Um, well, but, and I'll say too, like when I switched, uh, grocery bill has definitely gone down um, because we're not yeah. buying all that extra bullshit, and you know we're just shopping the outside aisles. And um, yeah, I've gotten a lot better at like milking and all that. So we've actually saved money food wise. Um, we actually, it was kind of funny our. Uh, my fiance went grocery shopping last weekend with his friend and he got like all this meat, pretty much like a whole cart full of meat. And our friend got like one thing of meat and then all processed stuff. And we still spent less than him. And he was upset about it. And we're like, I mean, yeah, because we plan, we're not, 
I mean, some people think that it would be a lot more expensive. It's really not, um, as long as you plan for it. And we also raw feed our dogs yeah. too. They don't get kibble. So, um, they're getting meat as well as we are. Um, and our grocery bill has gone down, which has been nice. Um, the only problem is I will stay out of convenience. It's tough when I do want to go get like fast food or something like that. Um, it ends up being more expensive for some reason because you go to like Wendy's or whatever drive through and you can get like meat patties with cheese and you don't have to get anything else on it, but they charge you like $2 for a patty. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, it does get tricky in terms of that because you can't really, and I actually have been, uh, this is one, one idea I've had in the past is like working on options at fast food restaurants for people trying this lifestyle because I know that's where it's going to be hard for people when they need that convenience, when they need that, fuck, I forgot to pack my lunch, what am I going to do type of situations. And, um, you know, there are options. There are options at pretty much every place you go now for a low carb or even carnivore. So, yeah, um, yeah convenience is definitely an excuse, but it can definitely, um, it definitely doesn't have to get in your way. You can still make it work. Um, any other diet is what you want. And if you are steadfast in what you want and your goals, you'll make it happen regardless of what gets in your way. Right. And that's how most goals work. If you really want it. Um, and that's, you know, I get that a lot. A lot of people, you know, like you said, uh, I'll post the before and after pictures and people say, oh, I wish I could, I wish I could have done that or I wish I could be <laughs> like that and blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, you can. It's really not hard. If I can do it, anybody can do it, honestly. But, um, and then you start getting into how you did it and, oh, well, I cut out all the vegetables and, this and, that, and they're like, oh, what? I would never do that. Um, just because we're so uh, educated and, you know, on what we're supposed to be eating. Vegetables are one thing that we're supposed to be eating. And um, I don't know. I always kind of go back. You know, I don't, I'm not a kid person, but I have noticed that kids are pretty intuitive. Um, And if you think about it, how many kids are forced to eat their vegetables because they don't want to eat them? I mean, well, I think about fair, that as, maybe though. <laughs> the kids just want to eat sugars, though. It's like all they really want at the table is they want, you know, whatever the sweet thing is at the table, or they want their dessert. Right. So, well, um, that? Really, I mean. Um, well, like we said, from from jump, you know, we're kind of put into yeah. that position of, you know, sugar is, is king. Um, one of the, one of the things that, um, you know, I think about is I have a friend who she, she just posts some before and after pictures and this was just a couple months difference or actually a month's difference. Mm -hmm. Um, she's doing keto right now and it is, you can just see such like, it's, it's night and day. In those two pictures, and that's from yeah. a month. So, yeah. you know, there, there's no no doubt that, you know, it works, especially like you said, when people are like looking like, well, I wish I could do that. It was like, you can, you just, you just have to yeah. do it. Um, and it, so many people, and, and again, I, I include myself in these things, you know, when, when I say, you know, don't prepare things properly or they don't 
look to do things a certain way. Because um, I always come at people with uh, jujitsu, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's my cult and I want people to join my cult. Um, right. And I tell people, look, if, if I can do jujitsu, you can do jujitsu because I'm a dummy. And jujitsu, right. you know, <laughs> it, like, you know, it's a, it's an intelligent person's game. And, you know, as I saw yesterday when I got Bali whopped by my teammate and her dad, just just off straight technique and, and like just thinking and i went in there like a brute like all right i'm gonna power through and now nah, they beat the shit out of me um oh, but no. basically <laughs> if you want to you know if you want to do something you know you, you can do it it's just you have to know how to go about it you have to and it's not even have to know you just have to do it like you, you know when we sit it. here yes. like when we sit here and say hey you know i you know i really want to run a marathon like i would never say that mm-hmm. <laughs> but some no. people would say that and <laughs> it, it, it's like then then fucking go do it i have a buddy he, he i think he ran a half marathon i believe um and mm-hmm. good for him i'm proud of him i'm, I'm happy he, he looks great he's lost a lot of weight so when he he mm-hmm. did some jujitsu with me um actually a uh, pr- previous guest uh on, on here uh for all those of you who've uh, listened to the past, uh, Matt, who um, we talked about football a little bit on our episode, but um, he, I remember he was doing jujitsu and he, he was a big boy. I, I couldn't close my guard around him. So they, mm-hmm. that's a big fella, but um, he, he's lost a lot of weight. He looks great. He's been out there, uh, you know, doing a lot of running and I'm pr- I'm proud of that dude. I'm so happy. Um, you know, that he, he's, you know, he's, he's doing the thing. And that's, again, yeah. the thing is, people say they want to do something, but that's the thing. We do a lot of saying, but we don't do a lot of doing. Yeah. And all you got to do is yeah. just do it, whether it be get up and run, you know, get up and, and manage your nutrition, you know, lose the weight. Because your, your before and after pictures, again, just, you know, I look at the before picture, I'm like, I can tell it's you. But if I didn't <laughs> know, I just think it's a cousin you know it's like oh she's got a fat sister right, right, you know but you know how many times do people say how do you find the motivation like blah blah and it's like i don't have the motivation really i mean I don't. most days i wake up and i do not want to get the hell out of bed but it's like I know when I see those before and afters, I'd rather be the one on the right. So I just keep yeah, up that. I keep up thinking like I want to stay in the after phase. I don't want to go back to before. And that's really what it is, is people need to find their why. And I think a lot of people forget their why when they go through, you know, a hard time. And I have that issue sometimes. I mean, I let my life get the best of me sometimes. And, um, I'll have days where I just don't do it. And I feel that I know, you know, like when I do eat sugar, um, when I do cheat on my diet, I must say it feels like a hangover. Like really, it feels like a hangover. And I have to just get up and push through it and realize like, that's not who I want to be. I want to be the after picture. So I know what I need to do to do that. And you just got to push through all those excuses that you have because we're all good at making excuses for ourselves, but (laughs) pushing through that and making yourself you want to be every single day. You have that chance literally every single day to be who you want to be. And the only person stopping you in that is you. So 
you just gotta find it. <laughs> that that's true, and you know, again, it, it's it, it's funny because um, you know, you said you know you're doing keto in 2018, and I was like, well, then I must have known mm-hmm. you before then, you know, because yes. I remember when you started keto. Um, because yeah. earlier I was like at least two years, like nope, nope, nope. It's it's been longer than it may maybe at least three years. But I remember when you started yeah. keto. Um, and and I don't think you know, it, it, and even when I you know knew you before, I didn't think like, oh, look at this great big fat chick. You know, <laughs> it wasn't like that. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, it was like you know, I didn't really think you know because I didn't have a point of reference. So you know, I just see you, and you know, I don't think anything right. of it. But then you know. As the change starts happening, and then you know, especially when you put a before and after picture from those times, so it was like, oh, that that is a different yeah. person physically. That is something she, you know, you're different, and that's you know, yeah. good for you. Um, you know, when I see the pictures, you know, I do, you know, I, I get motivated. It, it is motivating to me. Um, you know, and it yeah. reminds me, it's like, look, dude, I, you know, get up off your ass. Um, you know, I don't do the before and after. <laughs> I don't do the before and after pictures for myself, um, which I should. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I haven't done it. You know, a big part is with my stomach, just even though I'm more open about it and, um, you yeah. know, showing and sharing about it. I, you know, and I'm, there are other ways to do a before and after picture uh, without, you know, revealing my stomach. But. Um, right. you know, it, it is always a reminder, you know, when I see your pictures, when I see, um, you know, this, my friend Brandy, when I see her pictures and it's like, you know, good for you girls. Um, you know, I'm proud of both of you. And, and it's always awesome to see, um, just that change, that growth. And, and like you say, you want to stay, you know, you don't want to go back to that before picture you want to, you know, mm-hmm you know, never want to go back there. And, and that's good because even looking at you now, you know, seeing your posts now, you know, it's like, it, it, there's not even one like look of like, Oh, look up. Oh, she, you know, she, she fell off the wagon, you know, you know, uh, it, it's like, it's always moving forward. You're always moving forward. And, okay. and that's just a great thing to see. And I'm, I'm proud of you, dude. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. And let's, you know, um, I'm still growing, obviously, right now. I'm in my journey of trying both, I guess I should say, in that. I don't know what word to use. But, so I feel like now I'm I'm just making new before pictures. Um, but And I did it before when I, about like 10 years ago, I lost like 80 pounds. I was up pretty high. and um, But that I did with running, and I called it clean eating. So I just didn't eat anything um essentially if it had a label is the way I called it. So, um, but mm-hmm. I did that a, for a while and that worked out really well, but then I just fell off the wagon because I could still eat, you know, a monk and, um, yeah, keto has just been so life changing for me and carnivore even more. So just not only for the diet, but the, the, the information that I've learned and I just feel like, I've grown so much as a person in terms of what I know and what I want to do. Um, you know, I do plan on, I've been thinking about it. It's called a nutritional therapy practitioner. So they have that program and I definitely want to pursue that because this is just like become something that I'm so passionate about. Um, like I said, like you said, it's like a cult. It's kind of like a religion. And I feel like it's my mission to like convert everybody kind of thing. Like it just feels that way. Um, but just because I know what I, I've lost someone important to me um, due to what I believe are 
horrible dietary choice my whole life. And knowing what I know now, I just feel like I want to thrive and I want to be healthy and I want everybody else to feel the same way. And so, I don't know, it's just become kind of like my life's passion a little bit, which is interesting because, you know, coming from what I was before, I never thought that I would care this much about my health and the food that I'm eating. It's just so important and so much more important than I think a lot of people want to realize. Absolutely. Um, you know, our bodies, we, we're machines. You, you know, we got to take yeah. care of the machine. Uh, what we yeah. put in the machine and, and how we how we move in general. Like, like you were saying before, you know, you, you used to run. That's how you lost a lot of weight was mm-hmm. running. And, and that's awesome. That's good, too. Um, you know, but even with that, then there's maintenance that comes with that. And, you know, just taking care of yourself. Um, mm-hmm. I, I always think about like a big part of why recently the question came up. What got me into jujitsu um, on one of my Facebook stories? Um, and I've, I've talked about it here on the podcast, um, in the past as well. You know, I've had multiple reasons for having gotten into jujitsu. Uh, one of those reasons being, I wanted to start a podcast for MMA and I wanted to make sure I knew what the fuck I was talking about, you know, before having a discussion about people fighting. Um, and you know, that, that was, you know, the first thing. And then the second thing was I worked out a lot. I lift weights. I ran. I played basketball. I played football. And I was like, I need to, you know, I want a different mm-hmm. workout because my body had grown accustomed to those workouts. So, and and it was tough on the body playing basketball, playing football, lifting weights, you know, just because I was yeah. like, you know, I was getting ballistic about things. I was just, I was a maniac. Um, but it became you know, kind of something new for me to work out with. And then also the idea of self-defense and just knowing that if some shit went down, I, I don't want to be a victim. Um, and that's not to say that right. jiu-jitsu beats everything. No, but, um, you know, as a previous guest was talking about jiu-jitsu and how it, it's not so much about, you know, offense as much as it's about defense and being able to, like, in my experience, you know, stop altercation. So, um, you know, when, when we have something that we enjoy, something that works for us, whether it be carnivore for you or jujitsu for me, we want to share that with other people. We want people to, yeah. um, I, I think we want people in on it, but also I know for me, it's like, I want to talk to somebody else about it. It's like, Oh, you do jujitsu too? Dude, where the fuck you train at? What's your favorite guard? Right. You know, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> um, you know, you feel like, you know, you know, there's a, there's, um, a brotherhood there a sisterhood there you know but like right. well, i just thought about something like that it's like there's brotherhood and sisterhood why don't we just call it you know the hood um but then that gets a little <laughs> weird too because then you know um but you know there, there's a connection there there's, there's um that connection there you know for people and i think you know we're all tribal people are tribal um and, you know we want people yeah. in our tribe but i think um the beauty to that though it it brings people together. There's a fellowship to it that brings us all together. Um, you know, for the better, for the most part, there's some fellowships that aren't great, but, um, you know, (laughs) things like this, these are good things to be a part of. Um, whether people agree or disagree because you know in the jiu-jitsu community you know you got people that will down talk us like oh great you guys what you're going to start to fight from your butt you're going to sit there and butt scoot oh towards people's like, like like fuck off um yeah. so you know 
Um, but at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, just being better for yourself, being better to your body and taking care of yourself. Um, so that that's yeah. what we strive for. But I have a question for you. Um, okay. So, well, amongst my other questions that I've already asked. Um, when, so, <laughs> hey, when are you going to get some equipment and, and do your own podcast? Because uh, talking with you, oh, it, it was... It, it it was uh, informative. It, it was helpful. And I think, you know, like just in general, out, like talking off in the microphone with you in, in the chat, you know, you're always giving, you know, some interesting perspectives to things that uh, I think you could possibly share or should share. Oh, well, I don't know. I, um, I've always been one of those, like, I feel like if people want to know, they'll ask me. Um, I... I don't know. I feel like I have so much, like I know a little about a lot is what I've always said. And um, I don't know. I just have always felt really like weird talking about the stuff. I like to post and share online, like on my Instagram and all that. And um, I have, like I was saying earlier, I have been thinking about um, a YouTube, a YouTube channel just for um, like, uh, that, like fast food places and restaurants and all of that. That's definitely something that's in the works. Um, but I'm not sure about a podcast. <laughs> I like, like I was saying earlier, hey. it's kind of a cult and a religion. And people like listen a lot of times unless they ask. You know what I mean? So you'd be surprised. Surprised. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, maybe in the future. What I said is, uh, I do plan on. Um, being or becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner. Um, so maybe once I've gotten that done, I might be more open to it. I just feel like, like you said, we're, we kind of, we're not doctors and we're not scientists. So we are just motherfuckers and that's how I feel right now. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I feel like I know what's up, but I, because I'm not licensed, I really shouldn't be telling people about it kind of thing. You know what I mean? So uh, one day, maybe it would be in work. Sure, you know? sure, sure. Just, I think of it this way too with podcasting. I am far from an expert on jujitsu. As a matter of fact, I probably know <laughs> less about jujitsu than most people that I know. You might know more than me, probably. So, I, I, I think the that. platform of. Oh, <laughs> I think the platform of having, you know, the podcast idea is just really to um, invite discussion and, you know, have yeah. other people on who, who, you know, may be able to offer some insight as well, um, you know, with yourself or someone mm -hmm. that, you know, you, you know, you might work well with that's in that community. And, you know, you guys do a show together, a YouTube show, even much yeah. like uh, my girls at Jiu-Jitsu Happy Hour. You know, they do like a little YouTube yeah. show that, yeah. um that you know it, it, it's it's because it, i remember when we talked about it i was like oh is that gonna be a podcast or a show then when they start you know dropping on youtube it was like okay it's it's tough for me to listen to at work because i have to put youtube on it and put it in my pocket and walk around and it's like right. uh kill my battery but um but it's still still <laughs> worth it still fun but um yes you know something like that because i think i i think hearing your perspective is interesting i think it's important for people to hear these things as well, you know, love it or hate it. Mm -hmm. I think people still need to hear other 
yeah. you know, voices on things. Um, and also, I think it's, you know, even if people disagree, I think that's important for people to hear that. And, you know, for those who agree, yeah. I think it's important to hear it and, and, you know, build on that because you're not, you know, we aren't going to get any better as people if we don't hear each other out and, and build off of what we, you know, what we may know. So I 10,000% encourage you to do some sort of a show because <laughs> number one, I, I would tune in, um, number one, but number two, um, you know, I, I'd like to, you know, promote that too. And hopefully, you know, the people who are listening to this, um, you will definitely want to learn more and, and can learn more from you. So, yeah. Well, and, um, encourage you right now. Uh, I think right now what I'm like super interested in just because I'm more into, you know, weightlifting and all of that, which I've been listening. I'm getting more serious with it now that I'm building my home gym, um, is carnivore and keto and how it affects fitness and all of that, because I haven't, I mean, I've experienced a little bit of a change, but because I didn't really work out before, I don't know, I can't really tell if there is a difference at all. And that, so that right now is what I'm most interested in, like, learning about um, is just how it affects performance and all of that. And um, that would definitely probably be something that would make a really good podcast episode for sure. So, who knows? Well, I look forward to it when it does happen because i'm optimistic that you know you will, <laughs> you will do it and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna keep bugging you i'm gonna message you like once a month just hey jess what you doing what you doing are you doing a podcast yet you're not not doing a podcast here i'm gonna send you some equipment go ahead and do this go ahead and set it up set it up set it up okay. set it up here's a camera do this well, um but and, and that's that's another um thought too is just um you know how uh, doing keto and carnivore plays heavily into you know something like jujitsu and, and athletics. Period. Yeah. Um, just I think it's you know I, I think those are things that all interconnect. And you know I'd I'd be like I said interested in hearing more and and finding out more. Especially I'm hearing your perspective on it just as someone who's doing it because I think you're the only person that I personally know. That's that's carnivore, yeah. a full carnivore. Yeah, um, I, you know, coming. I know you know a couple people have done keto, and you mm -hmm. know, as as I mentioned, you know, one person is, it's doing you know wonders for her. Um, the others, it, it was working for them, but I think again the discipline just wasn't there for them, and yeah. they kind of crumbled. And I think a lot of everything all boils down to discipline and just you know, waking up, like you said, waking up in the morning, like, I don't want to work. I don't feel like doing it, but it's not about, you know, whether you want to do it, you know, it's just like, look, just get up, fucking go. Um, and yeah. that's easier said than done. Cause I know I wake up morning. I wake up. Well, first off, I go to sleep dumb late anyway. So when I wake up, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, should I gotta go to work? Like, should I shower? Eh, doesn't matter. Just going to go to work. <laughs> we'll figure it out when right. it's me. Don't know I'm here. But um, there, there's some mornings, you know, I wake up at five. You know, I used to wake up at five and, and run and lift and, you know, just get my day going. I love doing that because, mm -hmm. you know, by the time, well, especially when I, I did a, a different job where I didn't uh, get into work until 1230. So I get my day started. Mm -hmm. So by the time I get to work, you know, 
it, I'm just kind of already on this momentum shift where I feel good. I'm, I'm awake. Let's go. Um, lately, I haven't been doing that mainly because um, I've been staying up late. I just I have a hard time sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, think- I think a big part of that is, you know, all this stuff, this technology stuff. So, um, you know, I, I go to lay down and, you know, lights are still on phone is still there tv's on so i need to start being better about that but you know getting up you know and just saying fuck dude like go go downstairs and start lifting you got the weights you got the treadmill you got the elliptical like get out there fucking move your body and at the very least move my body like you know even if i you know go do the dishes but um you know not everybody's motivated and that's that you know it's not about motivation it's about just fucking doing it um, right, but it's with like that every- book that says "Make your bed" <laughs> or yeah, whatever then- it is. Yeah, I forget who it is, but make your bed, and then you'll start your day off right. And that that used to be a thing I would do. I would get up, make my bed. I, you know, if there's mm-hmm. stuff on the floor, I pick, you know, I'd get up and like do little things, which those little things become big things. So, yes, um, you know, it's all about you know having you know having a uh, system and just doing it. Um, one other question for you. Um, okay. I, I've been doing this lately with everyone. This is going to play into um, something later. Who's your favorite okay. superhero? Oh, God. <laughs> Everybody that's listening is going to hate me because I am so not like a Marvel or DC person. Um, nope. But You're good. Um, my brother has always been, uh, the Hulk fan, like he has a tattoo of the Hulk. And so we grew up kind of, he was always best with the Hulk. So I'll just go with the Hulk for my brother because I mean, you can't go wrong with the Hulk really. (laughs) I agree. It's like anyone that has anything bad to say about the Hulk won't say it to his face. I promise you. Never. And that's. Um. Pretty much how my brother is, actually. <laughs> so See, we'll just say the hog. I go. like the hog. Okay. All right. Perfect. Yeah. That's what I wanted to know. Um, so, yeah. the, so first and foremost, thank you for uh, coming on and talking and and sharing what yeah. you know and how how this works for you. Um, it's I know like when we first discussed this, you're you're I know you say you're nervous and you're like, what are we going to talk about and like, I, I don't know if I should do it. And and we've been kind of, it's been getting delayed on my side, um, just trying to get a good streaming network. And then also just, I've been doing too many episodes and I was like, oh no, I don't want to, you know, have her do an episode at the end of August and then release it in November. Um, you know, so it's like, I've been trying to like manage the time um, to get it out. So thank you for coming on and thank you for, you know, just sharing what you know um, and discussing this because, you're like I said, you're the only person I know doing this uh, personally. Mm-hmm. So I, I, my whole feeling with learning anything is I want to talk to people who are doing it. I don't want to, you know, go and start yeah. looking at stuff because you get people that say, hey, do this, do that, do this, do that. And then they don't even do it themselves. It's like, yeah. well, what the fuck, son? <laughs> so well, thank you for that. Of course. And I will say I'm, I'm not a thousand percent strict like I should be. I have done that in the past. But- the sugar addiction comes and goes. So it's a struggle, mm-hmm. but I feel like that's, 
that's what makes it or for me that's what makes me relatable is that i'm just like any other person who's just trying to make it through but i just know what i need and what my body needs and so just navigating sure. through being a human and also trying to be you know healthy it's it's tricky sometimes but i feel like it's awesome to hear when other people are like going through the same shit that you are um yeah and then they're still doing it and they're still making it work somehow so i'm always happy to share and of course if other questions come up i'm always here to answer them too of of course absolutely um get anything you want to uh want to promote want to plug like share out there before Mm. we get out of here not really no just y'all come come see me on my instagram and if you want to know anything else and if i will say if any of your listeners do try carnivore and they're into jujitsu or any of that i like know how it affects their performance because that's something that's really interesting for me um and uh things i'm learning now so that's definitely something if anybody has any experience on that side please send them to me because I want to know. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me know as well. And hell, I might even, you know, dabble it in, in, you know, reach out to myself. Like I said, I have, okay. I, I have interest in it. It's just a matter of sorting out, you know, myself and just like we said earlier, just fucking do it. So, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll keep you in a loop on that. Um, and you know, for, for my end here, um, shout out to everyone who's been downloading and listening. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you so, so much. Um, it still confuses me that I see, you know, downloads happening. It's like, wow, you're back. Thanks. <laughs> so um, thank you for that to everyone. Um, and shout out to, again, Jiu-Jitsu Happy Hour. Um, episodes drop on mm-hmm. Sunday at noon Pacific time because um, they're on the Pacific coast. Um, shout out to Kent Peters. Uh, I'm going to try to see if I can get him on here very soon, talk about some jujitsu. And he's got a lot of great technique videos that I enjoy reposting and breaking down and looking at the details. And shout out to uh, Real Hip Hop Chess. Um, so thanks, everyone. Uh, if y'all got any questions, concerns, want to be on, reach out. Feel free. Give me a give me a shout on BJJ Wiki. Give me a shout on um, Off the Mats Podcast. We got a giveaway coming up as well with um, the Jiu Jitsu Ponytail. So keep your eyes open for that. Um, if it's not already up, it probably will be up by the time this releases. But thank you, everyone. Love you all. Um, and keep listening. <laughs>